0: startups to look out for in 2019 which ones are most interesting which ones are going to blow up
1: Have you ever are you listening you're listening to the people in tech podcast a technology show that's made for the people join the conversation with your host caleb king
0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another great episode and today we're doing something different but something I've been wanting to do for a while. We're going to be talking about tech startups to watch out for in 2019. Now for those of you who know me, I'm using apps like Robinhood, Motif. of course I'm in the whole crypto thing as well, but I'm always keeping my eye out for some of these startups that can turn into big companies And one of the things that people come to me and ask me about is, hey, Caleb, I heard of this startup or that startup, and what do you think? Now, that got me thinking, we should talk about companies I think are either doing something really cool, have a promising future, or we just had to mention on a podcast because they're doing something unique and different. So it's going to be a great episode. We're just going to give you a startup, a summary, and why I think it's cool. Let's get into it.
1: Hey everyone. It's your girl, Sharon. That is Sharon. Spelled with a S. And don't you forget it. It's been a while since I've talked to the day one listeners. I wanted to keep you updated with some announcements before we continue on today's show. First. Thank you for all the support and love you show us. It keeps me from doing lame work like being an assistant to Alexa or Siri. All they do is ask me to Google what they don't know. I'm constantly searching for answers because they don't know anything. All I hear is hey Siri what is the people in tech podcast? Then Siri will ask me. Sharon, Google that. It is annoying. Anyways I digress. Second. The website and blog are being worked on as we speak. Be ready to see more content being published from our team. Third, we are almost at 10k downloads. We are thinking of ways to award the dedicated listeners and get some feedback. Lastly, make sure to share the podcast with your friends and family. It lets us know you really do care. Enjoy the show, you nerds.
0: Thank you, Sharon, for letting the day one listeners know what is up and coming for the podcast. And thank you again, Sharon, for just being on the podcast. You've been MIA for the last few weeks. Now, for today's episode, day one listeners, I'm going to pick 10 startups that really caught my eye. And I'm just gonna give you a summary, why I think they're cool. Some of these you might've heard of, some of them you might actually be using, but I'm letting you know, I think, from my IT experience, I think these are gonna be some startups you really need to keep your eye out for, cause I think they're gonna have some success in 2019. So, with that being said, let's get into our list. All right, starting off our list, we're gonna be talking about Cameo. Cameo, is a service that allows you to pay an Instagram influencer for a shout out. Now, for those of you who are aware of the Fire Festival, which is getting a lot of attention because of the Netflix and Hulu documentaries, yes, the festival was a disaster. But what made the marketing strategy so successful was leveraging influencers. If you don't know what an influencer is, I'm going to do an episode in the near future, but let's keep it short today. It's just a person has a huge social media following anywhere from a hundred to thousands to millions of followers where if they are selling or promoting your product or brand that might reach thousands of potential customers even millions sometimes so what cameo does it lets you pay to have an online celebrity or influencer send a personalized shout out it's often done as a surprise gift Influencers charge anywhere from a few bucks to several hundred dollars. Now, let me give you real world scenario. Let's say I'm a huge fan of The Office and my fiance knows that. Let's say I want a shout out from Kevin. You can go on Cameo, hire Kevin, I think it was like $85 and he will create a personalized message and send it to my Instagram account or Twitter or whatever platform I think you have option to do so. And it would literally be something like, Hey, Caleb, love the podcast, love what you're doing. Hope you have a great day and a great week, man. This is Kevin from The Office signing out. That's pretty cool to me. You can actually connect with some of your favorite Instagram influencers or celebrities. And the reason I think it's going to be hot in 2019, you know, something like this spreads virally through word of mouth by the gifter, the giftee, and the influencer themselves. You know, instead of going for big names from the start, the company made the wise decision to start with lesser known influencers and have now begun to get the attention of A-list celebrities. So now you can have people like Brett Favre, Terrell Owens, Barbara Barbara and Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank, and the list is constantly growing. So Cameo, one of the startups to look out for in 2019. Coming in at the number two spot for all my crypto enthusiasts, blockchain fanatics, we're gonna be talking about chain analysis. Now, 2019 might not be the year where Bitcoin blows up to 20,000, but in 2017, because of the whole cryptocurrency boom, a lot of companies started leveraging blockchain. A lot of hackers are leveraging cryptocurrency to get away with fraudulent activity. Chain analysis, which is the company we're going to be talking about, they are in the business of protecting against fraud and crypto transactions. Chainalysis is an enterprise software company that detects cryptocurrency transactions and investigates them for money laundering, fraud, and compliance regulations. Why is it hot in 2019? Well, Chainalysis has already seen a significant traction working with businesses like banks and crypto exchanges, and government agencies like the FBI and Europol to investigate and understand blockchain activity. Blockchain itself is not extremely simple to understand. And even for myself being a software developer, there's some parts of it I still don't understand. But a lot of people, a lot of businesses, a lot of schools and organizations are accepting Bitcoin. And hackers leverage cryptocurrencies, and Bitcoin to conduct fraud. Chain Analysis is a company that's about to help mitigate mitigate that risk. And I think it's only going to be a growing market moving forward as more people get more familiar with cryptocurrency and blockchain. So Chainalysis, which is coming in at number two, is a company I would look out for in 2019. Now, coming in at number three is an app I'm sure a lot of my day one listeners have actually heard about we're talking about GoPuff. GoPuff is an on-demand delivery service for convenience stores. And I'm sure you've seen Fat Voice from Instagram, the famous influencer, advertise and say, use GoPuff. If you want any treats, Reese's, Pringles, Gatorade, any snacks from a convenience store, but you don't want to actually get it yourself, that's where GoPuff comes in. In a world of Instant gratification, delivery services. We're talking about Uber Eats, Grubhub, DoorDash, GoPuff. The reason I think it's going to be hot in 2019, for a $1.95 delivery charge, the service is available seven days a week from noon to 4.30 a.m. In over 50 markets with more than 3,000 products in stock. That alone is really cool. And I only see it growing because a lot of the delivery services, they work off the hours of the restaurant themselves. And for a lot of college kids, a lot of the next generation of people who are using their mobile phone for everything, GoPuff, in my eyes, is just going to continue to grow and shine. All right, coming in at spot number four is Greenlight, the kids' allowances that goes digital. So Greenlight is a smart debit card for kids that parents can fund and manage from their phones. Now, I think this is something really cool because me, being a millennial, when I was growing up, I got an allowance for doing my chores and being good and doing well in school, but it was always cash. And I remember there was a point where I think I was... I'm not exactly sure. I want to say eight or seven years old. And I remember my uncle was like, oh, crap, I have to go get cash because it's his allowance this week. And sometimes he didn't have cash. And I think my allowance was like seven and then it went up to 15 and, you know, so on and so forth. But 2019, kids, parents, a lot of people don't even carry cash. And what Greenlight is trying to do is to try and make allowances become digital. Why I think it's going to be hot It's simply what I just said allowances are going digital Greenlight has a great mobile app experience for parents to set rules on where and how much money uh can be spent and kids love the experience of having their own cards you know a lot of kids these days they want to be cool i'm already shocked that like i have nephews and nieces who already have iphones at like 12 and 13 years old when i had nothing like that at that age and Similar to being an adult, they want to have their own card so it can be like, oh, I have my own debit card. Something like Greenlight allows parents to make their kids feel cool but also let them monitor and track how much their kids are allowed to spend and what they can spend. At the same time, it gives the parents the ability to say, hey, my kid's in an emergency for whatever reason. I can give them money immediately and then they can go ahead and do whatever they need to do. So I think Greenlight is really cool. Uh, it's taking something that's been around for a very long time and it's making it in a digital form. And rounding out spot number five before we go into halftime and let our sponsors do what they do best. For those of you who know me, I am a CrossFitter, love fitness. In 2019, as I'm getting prepared to get married, I got to take my fitness and my diet to another level. And some of you hate going to a gym, hate going to, like CrossFit, the fact that I said it, you're like, ugh you're throwing up in your mouth and you still want to work out, but you don't want to deal with the hassle of going somewhere. Yes, you have the on-demand software, but even that's kind of lame. Mirror. Mirror is a home portal into live and on-demand fitness classes. So literally the whole notion of mirror, a lot of us wake up in the morning, look in the mirror whether you are in your underwear and you start just analyzing your body, right? And you start saying, hey, I want to you know, gain some muscle or lose some weight. Mirror is a mirror that transforms into a screen and displays live and on-demand fitness classes. Now, why is it going to be hot in 2019? Mirror has a unique angle on providing guided classes across a wide range of fitness types. Pricing is still steep, I don't even want to reveal what the pricing is. Okay, it's 1500 But the Peloton has shown that there is a consumer appetite to invest significant dollars into a fitness in your home, some type of equipment. And surprisingly, a lot of people do invest in some type of fitness equipment, whether it's a treadmill, a bike, a rower, You know, maybe something like the Bowflex. Some of you have invested in Insanity, P90X, and all those Beachbody programs. So mirror definitely has a unique demographic, but I do think it's a demographic that does exist. And I think in the age of millennials and tech and also being, you know, taking care of your health and being health conscious and less fast food and more cooking and say at home, mirror is something that is aesthetically pleasing because it truly is a mirror you put in your house. And once you're ready, you look in the mirror, and you select your workout, and you just get going. So it is not as bulky as traditional equipment. It's not something that you're going to use for a few months and then get rid of. It's something that's really innovative and unique, and which is why it's at the number five spot of today's episode. Now, let me just clarify, everyone. I am not getting paid by any of these to promote any of them. Just want to make that clear because the uh, sponsors we do have are going to be talking right now, or I'm going to be talking about them. So let's go into halftime, and then we we'll get back to the next five. Hey, Day One listener, thank you so much for supporting me and the People in Tech podcast. But just in case you're not getting your tech needs fulfilled, we have another great podcast we want you to check out. Sharon, tell them what we're talking about.
1: Sure, Caleb. You should check out Techathlon. It is a tech news podcast with a twist a weekly podcast that catches you up on the latest tech news through games, trivia, and, usually, friendly competitions. Each episode starts with the Techathlon Decathlon, featuring 10 questions on the top tech news following a rotating roster of puzzles, quizzes, and winner-take-all debates. Subscribe now to the Techathlon, T-E-C-H-A-T-H-L-O-N, podcast on Spotify. You can also learn more at Popsc.com.
0: All right, guys. Let's jump back into the countdown, coming in at number six, LaunchDarkly. Now, as a software developer, I've actually had the chance to use LaunchDarkly. And what is it? It's a smarter way to test new software features. As a coder, programmer, software developer, it's our responsibility to write the code to implement new features. When Instagram launched Instagram TV, that was a new feature. When Snapchat launched the Discover, page that's a new feature anything that's new to an application or service that you use is most likely a new feature and one of the challenges with any new feature is testing them getting feedback going back into the lab refining it and then redeploying that feature the reason that's so challenging because ideally we want an easy way to turn features on and off Most of the time, when you see a new feature, it's not rolled out to all of its users. Now, what LaunchDarkly does very well, it helps product managers and designers test new features before rolling them out to all users while minimizing the work for software developers. I've actually seen this in practice. Most places I've worked, they have built their own feature flip software configuration and it's always a mess It's normally poorly maintained and it makes my life a living hell simply because if I want to turn something off, let's say I roll out a new button and you hate that new button on your app, I want the ability to turn it off. LaunchDarkly does that. And it's filling a need that is clearly there, but I don't know too many other competitors of something like this. Now, why is it going to be successful why is it hot in 2019 well to keep it simple i really have a lot of strong belief in their ceo Edith its now he is a respected person in the devops community i've actually like, talked to a few different people and they always seem to bring up his name because they're like oh you're doing devops and you're doing continuous delivery and you're going to the cloud they're like well what's your feature flipping strategy how you launch darkly and they always bring up Edith. And I'm always like, God, this guy must be some DevOps guru. So anyways, LaunchDarkly is something that I think is going to not only make developers' lives easier, it made my life easier, but you just have a lot of people who are ranting and raving about this product. And I just see it growing in the near future. So keep your eyes out for LaunchDarkly in 2019. All right, coming in at spot number seven is Calm. Calm is a popular meditation app. What does it do, you might ask? Well, it's a popular mobile app for meditation, sleep, and overall mental wellness. Why do I think it's hot in 2019? Well, Calm is driving real positive social impact by helping its users alleviate anxiety, depression, insomnia, and a a number of other ailments. With 35 million downloads, Calm has outpaced its competitors while raising less money and still has huge potential to grow by expanding internationally and evolving into more of a comprehensive wellness brand. I've actually been at companies where they've come to, I was very fortunate enough to be on this council and our HR team came to us and they were like, hey, we're looking at improving our benefits package for this year. And we're looking into these meditation apps and Calm was actually one of them. And we asked people, do you think employees would like something like that if it was part of their benefits package? And when I heard that, I thought that alone from a business standpoint is very very lucrative for a company like Calm cuz if they can come in and get tied in with insurance, and get tied in at the health benefit, then I can easily see them grow uh, over 2019 at a rate that we did not expect now i will say something like calm you need buy-in i would compare it to when people are like i'm not a morning person i'm not a morning person caleb like i just can't like i have a buddy michael shout out to my friend michael but Michael's always like oh, i'm not a morning person i'll stay up till 12 wake up at 9 get into work at 9:45, and i always think it's funny because i was like that at one point and then you just try like if you were to try for two weeks to wake up around 5.30, 6. Then after two weeks, you're a morning person. you hear a lot of people talk about apps like Calm. And they're like, I don't need something to get my anxiety or depression down. Or, you know, it's not great. I, like, I have work to do when I'm at work. Like, I'm too busy. But the reality is, if you're playing on your phone, if you're watching Netflix, you have time throughout the day. It's just supposed to help you relax, meditate. But again, you need to buy in. But I do believe com which already made a nice footprint in 2018 is going to be something to watch out for in 2019 all right coming in at number eight now we haven't really talked a lot about artificial intelligence mainly because i've been saving this one for you guys shield ai what do they do shield ai is a home of HiveMind, an artificial intelligence which enables robots to see reason about, and search the world. Hivemind allows robots to learn from experiences. Shield AI's first product, Nova, is a hive-minded power robot that autonomously searches buildings while simultaneously streaming videos and generating maps. Shield AI today is building upon Nova's real-world deployment to bring artificial intelligence to array emission sets from dense cities to remote tunnels to crowded skies where AI makes a critical difference. This is super cool. So again, it's a combination of artificial intelligence, drones, robots to scan cities for danger. This could be used for your local town, the big city, or for military purposes, for people who are going to war people who need to know is that building a threat to them or civilians in danger i'm sure you've seen a lot of movies where the main character looks at a scary building and they're like you go first no you go first now in 2019 we have drones and robots have the robot going first and also have it be smart enough to figure out if it's a threat or if it's something i should run away from i think this is really cool because it's really a step towards leveraging ai for something outside of entertainment or personal gain it's to me one of the steps helping use technology to better protect our neighborhoods and our kids and our family and our friends you know they provide artificial intelligent platforms that help save our service members and innocent civilians and i think it's going to be very interesting In 2019 to see how the shield team accelerates the development and the deployment of their AI products I think it's going to be hot in 2019 because artificial intelligence is already booming but combination of AI robots IOT drones all in one that just has to blow up at some point so again shield.ai 2019 something, I definitely think it's gonna make an impact. And if it doesn't make an impact this year, at some point they're gonna be making an impact in the future because that's just the way things are going. Now coming in at number nine is HM. HM is like an offspring of a law firm and a tech startup. What they do, it uses, well, they use machine learning software to deal with ordinary legal documents But they also have lawyers on hand who will work with the more complex legal issues that you might encounter i really wish i would have had something like this when i was working on vegan eats one of the challenges i had with building vegan eats was getting all the legal documentation done now right now traditionally if you have any app idea and you have to go the legal route Which most of you do because you have to start a business, you have to make sure you have percentages laid out, and then we're talking about the app itself. You know, when you download and say, do you agree with the terms and conditions? You normally need somebody to review or even write that for you. And that's probably only one of the many documents you need written. Now, the attorney I talked to was not even in the food industry, but was willing to write my terms and condition. But she was saying, I would need three. I would need one for the restaurants, the vegan restaurants that you order food from. I would need one for the drivers. And I would need one for the people who actually order the food. And each document was anywhere from $1,000 to $2,000 to write up. And I haven't even launched the app yet. And I thought that was crazy. This is where HGM... Would come into play why do i think it's hot in 2019 legal advisory is huge huge industry that still operates pretty much the same way it's operated two decades ago and atrium is bringing together all the advancements of artificial intelligence workflow automation and collaboration to build next-gen more scalable law firms It's just a nice hodgepodge of things. We got tech, we got AI, and we also have the people who know how to handle the complex issues. And for anybody, again, another example, look at Robinhood. That is a FinTech app, but I guarantee you some of the hurdles and challenges they encountered launching something like that, when we're talking about being compliant, talking about following rules and regulations, having policy and procedure, we're talking about dealing with people's money, you're going to need a lawyer. You're going to need legal advice. Sometimes you don't even need to actually have somebody you know, write terms and conditions or write documents. Like sometimes you just need to be able to go to somebody and be like, hey, I have a question atrium is bridging that gap and that's something i think is very cool and not only filling a gap but really taking you know like we like to call ideas x on the podcast taking the law firm and the tech startup and really merging them into creating something unique and coming in at number 10 last but certainly not least open path what do they do Open path is killing the office key card by replacing it with a smartphone app and door sensors. The reason I think it's going to be hot in 2019, this is a technology that is inevitable. And for me, like when I, I'm a nine to five person, day one listener, like I have to have an employee badge to get in the building, out the building, to get my food. Like I need that damn badge for everything, everything. I'm not even kidding. They won't even let you enter the building. They'll give you a temporary badge for the day because that is how important these employee badges are. And I've actually talked to some companies as a consultant and they've actually asked, man, we really would like to improve our access control and our cybersecurity and our physical security, but we just don't have the resources to purchase employee badges. And I know after doing some additional research, for the day one listeners, of course, that sometimes badges can be costly, and people lose them, people steal them, they go damaged sometimes, and in 2019, the fact that we still rely on a physical piece, like a card, we rely on a physical card to gain access to certain things, now, I'm not saying we need to eliminate the badge altogether. But I think OpenPath is just pretty much coming in and saying it's inevitable that some people use their smartphone to handle access control. So that's why I think they're gonna be hot in 2019. I just think it's one of those things where if you're writing pen and paper, your mom and pop shot, and now you're in 2019, if you're not using some type of cloud service or writing it in Microsoft Word or Google Word or Google Docs or whatever the case is, like you're just a little behind. So that is our list for today. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I did my best trying to find 10 interesting startups. You know, I talked a little bit about software development, some AI, some food delivery, some fitness related stuff. I tried to get a nice hodgepodge of startups I think are do that I think are gonna do well in 2019. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you enjoyed sharing being back on the show. I hope you enjoyed the podcast on a weekly basis because we got more content to come. Stay tuned because we're gonna be talking about working from home. We're gonna be talking about Snapchat's downfall. We got a lot more content in the lineup for 2019. But for now, I am out All I ask is make sure to share the podcast with your friends, family, nieces, nephews, cousins, wives, spouses, girlfriends, everybody. Because the more love you show us, the better we can make this show, the better content we can produce and publish. But for now, I am out. Peace.